John and Stephanie, once again voted most likely to say, Um, are you gonna finish that? Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 104.9thewolf.com. All right, so with Father's Day on Sunday, we thought it might be fun to take a look at uh, some of the worst dads in film and TV. And I hope these don't go in order because I have a problem with that. (laughs) Um, But these came from therap.com, which is a great place to go for like TV and movie news. So the worst dads in film and TV, they have, let's go at the bottom, Darth Vader. Darth Vader. He's not real great. He wasn't there, you know, for the, the games. <laughs> he didn't show up for the extracurricular activities. <laughs> Michael Corleone from The Godfather's in there. Sure. Yeah. Twin Lannister. Tywin, yeah. Or Tywin. I don't know. Game of Thrones. Yeah, he was he was terrible. Oh. Most of the people on there are, aren't they? Well, Jack Torrance. Oh. From Jack Nicholson from The Shining. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, yeah, he uh when you're when you're chasing your son through a maze in the freezing snow with an axe because you're trying to end his life, uh guess what? You're out of the running for dad of the year. Right. Uh Danny DeVito as Frank Reynolds on Always Sunny and Mr. Worm- Wormwood in Matilda. I love Danny DeVito. He's phenomenal in Always Sunny. Have you ever seen that show? Yeah. Oh, gosh, I love it. Al Bundy. Yeah. On Married with Children. I didn't think he was that bad. He wasn't bad. He was over it. (laughs) Exactly. The most over it dad, (laughs) I think, is what we should call him. And then Homer Simpson on this list is number one. He always showed love, I thought. Frank Gallagher from Shameless is number four. I think he is the worst dad in the history of dads. Wow. That's saying something. I think. Especially on this list? Yeah. Wow. Strong words coming from Stephanie. (laughs) She has spoken. I have. Rise and shine. Actually, we'd settle for just rise at this point. John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 104.9thewolf.com. So I I don't know if I ran this by you, but... Stephanie, I just got a job making plastic Draculas. Now, there are only two of us on the production line, so I have to make every second count. You hated laughing at that. Count Dracula. Yep. Uh, I had to make every second count. But not all Draculas are counts, so there's a flaw. Mm, It's not a flaw because Count Dracula is a very specific name. Right. They're vampires are not all the same. But Dracula is a count. And I'm making specifically Draculas, not just vampires. Are so Draculas. Well are you gonna count. Google are you gonna Google this now? You're gonna research this. Yeah. <laughs> what is uh She never takes my word for anything. You never take you never do. I'm telling Vlad you right the now. The Impaler was the original Dracula. He was the original vampire. But he wasn't a count. But he was he's original vampire. He was the original the real Dracula. But his name wasn't Dracula, it was yeah. Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, but he was the Dracula. He was he was Count Drool. Dracul. <laughs> I flawed your joke. <laughs> well, you are a bit of a vampire because you just you suck the life out of people every time you get around them. <laughs> including me. <laughs> You're welcome. John and Stephanie, still number one for entertaining your pets while you're at work. Mornings on the new 104.9, The Wolf. You ready? Oh, boy. Here we go. Yeah. It's time for the Daily Dad Joke. 
It's a good one right here. Hey, Stephanie, did I tell you that I went to the beekeepers to buy some bees? Oh, yeah? Yeah. All the bees had price tags on them except for one. Okay. And that one was a freebie. Oh, boy. I did like that one, though. I like, That's the one that made me giggle. Because it's a freebie. Because it's a freebie. And I could imagine, like, the bee sitting there with his, like, has puppy dog eyes and the bee, like, mm, take nobody me, wants me. You want take, me? Take me home. I'm free. Yeah. I'm free. I won't sting you. <laughs> Much? Because mm. <laughs> I'll die after I sting you, so, so I'm not gonna, I won't sting you. So I want to make me, uh, just make me some honey. <laughs> That's all I want. Just some of that fresh honey. Which, by the way, is the only food in the world that doesn't go bad. Exactly. And it's good in coffee when you're trying to lose weight and you want to substitute for sugar. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. It is delicious. All the times. Yeah. All the times. Peanut it's butter delicious. and honey sandwiches are very good Psst. for toddlers, too. Oops. <laughs> I like it. Yep. John and Stephanie is fresh. Is those day old donuts on the discount rack? Mm-hmm. Donuts. John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. All right, so a new survey on BuzzFeed asked people if they put ketchup on a bunch of different foods. Mm-hmm. And the overwhelming answer, at least as far as hot dogs go, uh-huh. 83%, 85% of people use ketchup on hot dogs. Well, that's what I think that's why ketchup was invented, was for hot dogs and burgers. Whereas Dr. Chris and I. <laughs> We're mustard guys. I'd only do mustard on a hot dog if I'm going to Wonder Dog. Well, because they got the chili. They put the chili in the mustard. Oh, man, my stomach's growling. Fries, 83% of us use ketchup, obviously. Yeah, right. What else are you going to put on fries? Cheese. What? You could. <laughs> yeah, and Chili cheese fries? Right. Come though, on. I know. You're doing it again. Chicky nuggies. <laughs> no. To get, get, get the ketchup. <laughs> no. I usually 69%. use. 69%. I do ranch or barbecue sauce. I don't put ketchup on my chicky nuggies. On my nugs from the McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to go barbecue sweet and sour. Sweet and sour sauce, yeah. They got rid of the hot mustard, which was my favorite. Oh. So I I, I gave McDonald's the cold shoulder for a few oh, years because no. as, a, as a personal boycott. Mm-hmm. Eggs, 29%. I don't. I put hot sauce in my eggs. I put ketchup on scrambled eggs and hot sauce on my over-medium eggs. Okay. Uh, grilled cheese, 21%. For sure. And I don't know how many weird looks I've gotten when I order grilled cheese and I get, get the packet of ketchup so I can dip it in the ketchup. Yes. People look at me like I'm crazy. Nothing wrong with that. No, it's delicious. 9% of people said they put ketchup on pasta. And I and I was like, ooh, that's so gross. And I remembered, oh, wait. Honey Boo Boo did the multi-meal and they did pasta with ketchup. Mm-hmm. But you put pasta on your mac- or you ketchup on your mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. I yeah. put hot sauce on my mac and cheese. And finally, fourteen percent of people said they would eat ketchup by the spoonful. That fourteen percent is also um, overlaps to serial killers, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> if John and Stephanie were any funnier, that would actually be really helpful. John and Stephanie, mornings on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049TheWolf.com. Alright, so you know those those kooky Mayans. They're so silly. Always up to something. <laughs> well, they predicted uh, many years ago, when everyone was talking about the, the prediction that the world would end on December 21st, 2012. Right. Well, the world didn't end, clearly. Uh, but we may not have dodged that Mayan bullet just yet. Oh, good. A scientist in Knoxville, Tennessee, who's now deleted his Twitter, <laughs> by the way, 
redid the calculations, and he says that the real date of the Mayan apocalypse is this upcoming Sunday. But I got plans. Well, you better squeeze them in beforehand. I mean, did they give a time? No, just that it's going to happen on Sunday. Back Great. when the Mines made their prediction, he believes they're using the Julian calendar. That Julian calendar, you can never rely on it. It's so tricky. Which is the main calendar of that time, but the world uh, switched to the Gregorian calendar way back yonder in 1582. And that's when several days were lost. So, quote, following the Julian calendar, we are technically in 2012, if that's right. The date that they believed was December 21st, 2012 is actually June 21st, 2020, which is this Sunday. Do you, Are you a fan of Parks and Rec? I've never seen an episode. There is a group of people on there that believes in, I believe it's Zorp maybe, and they constantly predict the end of the world and have to reserve the park for their... <laughs> But they, he, but then he, it doesn't happen. So he comes out. He goes, "I read it wrong, Leslie. It's this day." And then she says, "Well, we have an ice cream social on that day." And he goes, "No, no, no. I meant it's this day." And then she says, "Okay, the park is yours." So that's what I feel like the Mayans are doing. That's awesome. Yeah. So I wouldn't use ink, but maybe pencil it in. <laughs> yeah. That way, You're right? You can erase it if yeah. it doesn't come to fruition. Follow The Wolf on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and listen on your smart speaker or online at 1049thewolf.com. I know you love this story, so why don't I you tell it? love it. So there's a woman in Canberra, Australia, and she shared a story on Facebook about something that happened to her in the McDonald's drive through line mm-hmm. over the weekend. The line was long, and as the woman was finally getting her order, a young lady behind her started honking, she said. The woman says, I thought to myself, take the high road. So when I paid for my food at the first window, I paid for both our orders, Mm. mine and hers. When the woman who honked got to the drive-thru window and found out her order was paid for, quote, she leaned out the window, waved, and mouthed, thank you. She was obviously embarrassed, and um, she realized she was being rude, and she was being repaid with kindness. However, here's what the woman in Australia said. So when I got to the second window, I showed both receipts and took her food, too. Now she has to go back to the end of the line that was long and start all over again. (laughs) Boom. By the way, this this woman teaches passive aggressive 101 in Canberra, Australia's uh, school technology. I, I, I would love to do this. Somebody honk at me. Oh, no. Do it. She'll do it. I'll get two meals. Whether working from your office or your home office, tell your smart speaker to play 1049 The Wolf. Number one for new country. The new 1049 The Wolf. Please. Okay, so. Regale I, us with this tale of yore. I saw this on Facebook. Somebody posted it. Um, like a screenshot of something that they searched. And mm-hmm. I thought, there's no way. Like, there, that doesn't, that, that's not real. So here's what, here's what I did. I Googled, when was running invented? And here's what it said. Running was invented in 1748 by Thomas Running when he tried to walk twice at the same time. (laughs) So it gets better. 1748? 1748 when he tried walking at the same time. Walking twice at the same time. So I'm going to try and film myself walking twice at the same time in the hallway and then I'll show you that that what the running is so then it goes into it goes into more depth uh. running itself 
where one keeps one's shoes attached to one's feet <laughs> using cloth and laces was started in 1748 around the early spring when Thomas Running found that he could move faster if the wind was at his back, thereby keeping up with the body heat he was losing. He found the war he found he was warmer by the increased speed due to warmer air keeping up with them. He also found that his shoes stayed with him at the higher speeds due to the significant wrapping of leather and cloth around his foot. Well, that's a, that sounds more Wikipedia than it does Google search. That's not even on Wikipedia. That's on the Well, wait a minute. Quora. What about in ancient Rome when the gladiators were were running from l- lions? They and- weren't running, they were walking twice at the same time. <laughs> Walk twice at the same time faster. They're getting us. Yes, but there seems that there should be a more efficient way of saying that. And then the lion kills them. Yeah. I said what I said. <laughs> you should have walked. You should have walked twice as fast at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be hot today. If you're gonna walk twice at the same time, make sure you dress appropriately. John and Stephanie, once again voted most likely to say, Um, are you going to finish that? Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 104.9thewolf.com. So a a lot of times actors, musicians will change their name to suit their, I mean, basically their stage name. Yeah. uh, Sometimes they, the name that their actual name has already been taken. Sure. So they'll have to change it or it's just hard to pronounce because I don't know. Like Michael J. Fox. His real name's Michael A. Fox, but Mm -hmm. there was a Michael A. Fox on Broadway. Right. And he didn't want to be confused with that. Correct. So, um, especially like rappers and singers, they change their names a lot. And we found a list of people's actual names Mm. that we didn't know were their actual names. So, uh, Lady Gaga, I knew this just because her name is Stephanie. Sure. And when she has dark hair, we kind of look similar. So, Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata is Mm. her real name. It's a mouthful. Uh, Camila Cabello, the singer, she has a song with Kane Brown. Her real name is Carla Camila Cabello Estrabao. Mm. Carla. Uh, Kevin Jonas, Jonas Brothers. Paul Kevin Jonas the second. Paul. <laughs> neither one. I don't think either name is better than the other. I know. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg's real name is Karen. What up, Karen? Karen Elaine Johnson. Karen. We got Spike Lee as Shelton. I can I, I can hear that. Shelton. Shelton Lee. Yeah. Spike's kind of kind of catchy though. I like Spike Lee better, but yeah. Uh, Kit Harrington, you know, from the Games of the Thrones. Yes. Christopher Catsby Harrington. Catsby's such an England's name. Right. Catsby. So, there you go. Nicely done. You know Catsby. <laughs> no Carla. And certainly no Karen. <laughs> no. <laughs> rise and shine. Actually, we'd settle for just rise at this point. John and Stephanie on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049TheWolf.com. All right, so as it's getting warmer, it's going to be 88 tomorrow, so we'll be flirting with 90. Uh, The ACs are now starting to kick in. Oh, yeah. And according to a new survey, the average amount of hot days we can take before we turn on the AC is? How many? How many do you think? Like, how many really hot days? So let's say it's it's 80 today, it's 80 tomorrow, it's 80, like, it starts sweltering in your home, it's just sitting there, it's thick. 
Um, I usually keep the curtains drawn, so it's not like I'm getting a ton of heat. Oh, so in you're there. like a vampire in your house. I keep my I keep my my AC on at like seventy three. Okay, well the answer is five. Five days. Yeah, which is pretty. It's a lot for me because we have the. I love having light all over in my house. Sure. So all of our windows are like all the shades are open, all the curtains are open, yeah. all the drapes are drawn. Um. So it gets real hot in our house real quick. But I also have like lots of trees, so I have lots of lots of nice shading. Oh, nice. So yeah. it's, it's not like a, I'm walking in the house and it's like 85. Yeah. Because well, then it would be AC on at 68 all day every day. Well, we have one of the tri level ho- tri level homes, so we have a lower level, and you go up, go up some stairs, and there's a main level, and then you go up the stairs, and there's the bedrooms. Got it. So it's very hard to ventilate. Okay. All of that. Yeah. And so it gets real warm. But yeah, according to the survey, it's five. Fifty-five percent of people say they feel quote defeated when they finally turn it on. They're like, ugh. That's why God gave us AC so right. for us to be able to use it. Now the ideal temperature, this is crazy, is sixty-nine degrees. Ours is set at seventy-three too. Sixty-nine. I would be <laughs> in a robe with blankets. Our friends at Ameren encourage you to run it <laughs> yeah, as low right. as possible. Yeah. John and Stephanie. Still number one for entertaining your pets while you're at work. Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf. All right, this is uh, this is kind of interesting. Some unpopular or popular opinions. We'll see if you agree with these. Okay, lay it on me. Okay, we're going to do five here, and then we'll do another five later. Okay. Or another few. Um, cold weather is better than warmer weather. False. 37% agree. So you're in the majority. False. You're in the majority. Cold weather weather is it? Yeah, thirty seven percent. Go to Alaska. Dang. <laughs> All right. How many people agree that Nickelback is actually a pretty good band? They were good when the Rockstar album was out. After that, they became super bad. I disagree. Forty eight percent agree that they're a good band. Not that seems now. low. That seems low to they me. They used to be. Hmm. They are not anymore. Disagree. <laughs> uh, the show Friends is overrated. 37% agree. No, I don't agree. I love Friends. Um, it was funny when it was on. I'm I, Friends is, is, to me, what Nickelback gets to you. It was funny while it was on. Uh, I don't think it's aged well. Uh, Tomatoes are bad and ruined sandwiches. False. Thirty-five percent agree. Some in the majority. You I are like in the tomatoes. Majority. Yeah. So yeah. So that's not bad. You did. You did well. Oh, thank you. You did fine. <laughs> Except for the Nickelback thing. Ugh. Ugh. Take it easy. They can have their Nickelback if they go away. So you're saying that <laughs> tomatoes are not the Nickelback of vegetables? No. Got it. John and Stephanie is fresh. Is those day-old donuts on the discount rack? Mm-hmm. Donuts. John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. Continuing on with this here list here. <laughs> down here now. <laughs> What's all this nonsense up in here down there now? <laughs> um, so unpopular opinions. Okay. Are they random? Are they controversial? You be the judge. Okay. Putting the questions to Stephanie because she's not seen these yet. No. Putting a period at the end of a text makes it seem more aggressive. Agree or disagree? No, because I'm an advocate for punctuation. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, 51% agree, though, that putting a period at the end of a text makes it seem more aggressive. Ooh. 
Orange juice is better with pulp. I agree. Agree. 100%. 41% agree. We are in the minority. Oh, okay. Making the bed is a pointless chore. No. Disagree. Make the bed because it makes your room feel tidy. When you get in, it feels like everything is like in its place. And you sleep better when your bed's made. My girl makes the bed. That's good. I can't make the bed right, because she's asleep. She's still in, in it. So yeah. Not that, not that I would. When I was single <laughs> right. for years, I never made the bed. Um, okay, finally, the letter Q is... Wait, wait, what was the percentage? Uh, 48% agree. That making the bed is useless? Is a pointless chore. A point- okay. So, so we're in the majority. It was, an, it was... Well, I'm in the majority. Yeah, and I'm not. Okay. I'm, uh, the letter Q isn't necessary and should be removed from the alphabet. What a what a random statement. Q? The letter Q. How well, then you... we wouldn't have quarantine or quilt or, or quiche. Quant- Wait, is Quanta? Quantum. Quantum. Or Quanta Airlines. Quantum Leap. Uh, tw- 23% agree. What, what? Okay, how do we spell quiet then? I mean... K... W-I-E-T. It's just that I don't <laughs> like it too much on that one. So 23% agree that the letter Q isn't That's necessary. weird. I, I told you. That's weird. Some random stuff mm-hmm. up in this piece. Mm-hmm. Follow The Wolf on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and listen on your smart speaker or online at 1049thewolf.com. Oops. <gasps> Oops. Scully. Mulder. Scully, the whole crew. Oh, Apparently, the aliens aren't just out there. They're our next door neighbors. Check this Ooh. out. Our friends over in jolly old England. Yeah. A group of scientists at the University of Nottingham in England uh-huh. uh, say their new calculations show that there are at least 36 intelligent alien civilizations right here in the Milky Way galaxy. Yay! Mind blown. So they could be here then. Well,. They could be. Technically and technologically, we don't have the technology to reach any of them right now because they're an average of 17,000 light years away, so we can't communicate with them yet. But still, here's the thing that I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Have you Remember Alien Nation from the 90s? Yes. I bet they're here. Um, and they're pretending to be people. If you're an alien and you're listening, <laughs> I'd like to be your friend. Get at me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and check her out and become a follower on the TikToks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether working from your office or your home office, tell your smart speaker to play 1049 The Wolf. Number one for new country. The new 1049 The Wolf.